Welcome, cadets and captains, to another episode of M Class Podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And we're your hosts into the wonderful world of Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek was a show that took place in the future. And now we in live space. in that future. In space. We don't live there yet. All right, well, time to kill myself. We live in a shitty world. It's true. I know what you're thinking. What the hell is this show? Well, we sit there with a piece of Star Trek media every two weeks, and we just dig right into that little bastard, and we tell you at the end, using our patented Cochrane to Catfish warp scale, whether it's any good or not. Cochrane being a 1 and Catfish being a 10. Don't ask why the quality is inverse. Yeah, the scale should be the other way, but it's too confusing for the normies. It's true. You gotta be deep in the lore. (laughs) I just said normies, seriously. So, we also do these things called collections, which are suggested to us by our patrons at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. And we are uh, heading towards the end of the Galactic Tome of Cosmic Thaumaturgy collection suggested to us by Axe Wizard and voted on by our patrons. Thaumaturgy. Uh, These are episodes about space magic. Space magic. (laughs) But only if you believe. I believe! I believe! This time around, we're talking about Deep Space Nine Season 1, Episode 6, Cueless. I just got the joke. Like, like, like Clueless. Clueless, the great movie. This is a parody. That movie rules. I love that movie. God, that movie's good. This is a parody of that movie. Is it? Yeah. Q does change his outfit a lot. That's true. And he says, Computer, do my outfits... Do my outfits Remember? all sexy? Yeah, every everybody wanted that closet that you could just yeah figure out what you're gonna wear like that instead of boop, boop, dressing boop, boop. in your pajamas every day like I do. Dude, I haven't worn shoes in like six months. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, I wear flip flops. Or is it the opposite? I don't know. I don't like flip flops either. So why? I don't know. I find them to be kind of gross. I mean. At feet are, are gross. Yeah, that's probably why. Have you thought about, like, removing your feet and getting silver feet? Maybe if I could get hooves. <laughs> and then I could be a real furry. But you'd have to... <laughs> you'd have to go to, like, a farrier and they'd have to scrape your hooves. That's true. <laughs> I couldn't do it myself. I don't have human hands or anything. No, you don't you have, have hooves. So I can hands. only I can only get the set of four. I can't just get the two hooves. It's like tires. You can only get four tires. Oh, damn. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Maybe I'll get flippers. Like the dolphin flipper. Yeah, like the dolphin flipper. They that show sucks. Flipper, flipper under the sea, boy. I like that somebody was like uh, Lassie, but a dolphin, and they were like, "Do it." <laughs> Fucking somebody had to have been like, you know, they they can train dolphins like dogs, and somebody was like, I've got a million dollar idea. They were like, just get a shitload of B-roll of a dolphin in a tank, and we'll just cut to that every time it needs to do something. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, So this episode, Cueless, um, first aired February 6, 1993, so maybe it is a parody of Clueless. 
Uh, Clueless was 95. Oh. Uh, this episode's story was written by Hannah Louise Shearer, mm-hmm. who you might know as the writer of the teleplay of a little episode of TNG called Skin of Evil. Which one's Skin of Evil? It's the one where the infamous tar slap happens. That's that one. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. She wrote that one, huh? Yeah. She also wrote um, We'll Always Have Paris, the episode where um, a scientist shows up with an, uh, his wife is an old flame of Picard's who he ditched in Paris. <laughs> Picard, you fucking... You, you dog, dog, you dirty dog. <laughs> Speaking of Picard, this we get to see someone he put his wiener in in yeah. this episode. It's it's uh, one degree from Picard's dick in this episode. That's the real scale that we care about. This episode was directed by Paul Lynch, David Lynch's brother, I guess. <laughs> uh, you can tell they have, I believe it. they have a lot of similar directorial abilities. Wow, are you going to watch it on your phone? What Fuck the that. hell? What the hell? Uh, Fuck you! <laughs> this episode of Deep Space Nine is my most spiritual episode. You know, I was watching my brother's Mulholland Drive, and I thought, I can fucking make this. <laughs> uh, I think his name is just happens to be Lynch. They're not re- related. Well, they are now, in my head. Yeah, forever. Um, yeah. There's a little story, a behind-the-scenes story that I thought was cute that's included on his memory <laughs> alpha. Because uh, Will Wheaton's How telling cute. you. cute? Uh, how cutristing. How cutristing. Uh, Will Wheaton says Paul Lynch, who directed the episode The Naked Now, directed several episodes of TNG over the years. He was an Englishman who was always extraordinarily wound up, red faced, sweating profusely, and infamous for saying energy, 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 and, 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 and action before takes. He's like a race car guy. He did this before every take, regardless of whether the scene actually called for energy or not. During the production of a later episode in a scene where Brent had the first line, Paul did his and, 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 and action thing. Instead of starting the scene, Brent looked at Paul and said very seriously, can I get another and, please? <laughs> to which Paul enthusiastically replied, yes, and, and, and action. <laughs> dude, that dude loved cocaine. He for sure did. He might be related to David Lynch. <laughs> What the uh, hell? What the hell? Fuck you! <laughs> I love David Lynch. <laughs> David Lynch is great. I think I think I like David Lynch as a person more than I like his movies. Even yeah, his movies are. I was in like a David Lynch phase, and like, I like them. But I like David Lynch's movies. I just I think he's they such a, a fun character as a person. Yeah, when he talks about anything, you're like, dude, yes, tell me more. Tell me more. How interesting. Uh, he's like, believe it or not, Eraserhead is my most spiritual movie. And the the guy's like, oh, do you want to um, expound on that? Now. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah. That's dude. my favorite. Do you want to expound on that? Now. Now. <laughs> So this episode great. brings back Vosh. You might remember her from uh, getting porked by the Picard. So I was thinking, does she know how to umox so good because she was umoxing uh, that other Ferengi who's not Rom but is played by the guy who plays Rom? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, think about it this way. If you're a thief of antiquities, who in the entire universe are you going to be able to 
like work with. I mean, what a fucking weakness, right? Like, you don't even have to like do anything all that gross to suck off a Ferengi. That's true. You just rub their ears and yeah. they start jizzing immediately. And, and you say, "Wow, what nice cartilage you have!" And yeah. Quark's like twenty-two <laughs> percent. Yeah, Quark's Quark is just—it's just like a the Green Knight scene. Quark just yeah, fucking gonna... jizzes hard, and he gives her whatever she wants. I was gonna say, then there's a shot of that jizz on that scarf, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> The Green Knight fucking rolls, everybody. Go it watch does. It. I saw a video of how to make fake cum, too. And I think oh, yeah? it was on Twitter, and somebody was like, Finally, fake cum! <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Like, it's not super easy to get the real stuff. <laughs> anyway. Um, it is. This episode starts with Bashir uh, trying to get a lady in bed, like Bashir do. Yo, Bashir in this episode is a dingus. He's a full-on dingus. He's trying to be a dirty dog like Picard, but he's a full-on dingus instead. He's a horned-up, 29-year-old sex addict. He's like, ah, I... This is when we learned that he flubbed up his final and he wasn't valedictorian. He was salutatorian. banana na 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 Considered did a divorce. <laughs> uh, we have a commentary track about that movie available That's on the Patreon. Called cross-referencing, cross-platforming. Um, O'Brien is there in the background, rolling his eyes over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, O'Brien is, dude. He's great because he's just like I fucking hate this guy. Yeah, they're definitely not best friends at this point. O'Brien no. hates his guts. And he's, he's crammed in the back, like, so awkwardly, like, like he's the like shot is, like, super away from weird. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody could have a conversation in this replimat, because everybody would just be talking over everybody. It's crazy. Like, he's, he's closer to her than Bashir is. For yeah. The, just so that he could be in the shot. Just so they could shoot him. And I guess it was too hard to cut away and do a shot like yeah. that. I don't know. Bash- they get a call. Cisco like calls them to landing pad five, and fucking Bashir's like, "Oh no, I don't get to get my dick wet. Ah, oh, so close." Uh, and he goes, and he's like super weird and gross. So he goes to Bashir, and he's like, "The final story gets him every time." And it's like, dude, what? And O'Brien's just like gross. Brian's like, I've been married for 52 years to a woman who hates me. I don't want to hear about it. (laughs) O'Brien's like, what is sex? (laughs) (laughs) I just jizzed in uh, on a scarf and then Keiko just like rubbed it on herself. And that's how we got Molly. So, whoa, that's somebody's (laughs) thing. That's somebody's thing, right? Somebody just got really turned on by me saying that. Uh, they meet Cisco and Kira down at the docking ring, and uh, they're trying to open the door to the Ganges, a runabout that uh, Dax and some dude named Ensign Polly, who I always picture as Polly Shore. Hey, it's Ensign Polly. Mama be a pizzeria. Ensign Polly's in there going, the way No one no, gets this reference. That's a really good. That's so good. No one gets this reference. Um, did you? Did, did uh, I'm I'm telling a story for some for someone we know, which it shouldn't do. But uh, was it uh, Ian? Did you ever hear the story about hang, how he hung out with Polly Shore one time? I didn't. I've never heard this story. Uh, I I uh, he was hanging out with Polly Shore because Polly Shore was doing a 
comedy club, Helium Comedy or whatever. Yeah. And and he started and they just started drinking at Helium or whatever. And Polly Shore was like, Do you wanna hang out more? <laughs> and Ian was like, now nah, I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> <laughs> That's a it's a fully Ian thing to do. So he's like, nah, I'm just I'm gonna go home. I feel that. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would tell people I hung out with Polly Shore for a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> yeah, like an adult. Uh, Bashir shows up and he's like using his medical tricorner. He's like, uh, yo, there's more than three people there's more than two people in this thing. There are three. Yeah. And they're like, What? They can't cut into it. It's deranium, too strong. Too strong. Uh, uh, Kira's like, I'll shoot it. And Cisco's like, dude, what? Cisco's like, that's your solution to everything? <laughs> How are you going to shoot the door? Uh, O'Brien plugs the battery in, and they open the door. And I, I kind of want one of those in my house. That would be great, wouldn't it? A sweet auto battery. Yeah, like, what is that, like, a nuclear battery or something? Like, how does that work? I don't know. But uh, O'Brien helps this other lady that's inside to her feet, and he's like, Oh my god, Vosh, you fucked the captain! And she's like, who is this? Who are you? <laughs> I love how she never remembers him. She obviously <laughs> lies later when she's like, oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even Q is like, oh, you were one of the little people. And he was. He was yep. a secondary cast. Yep. But they uh, they found Vosh in the Gamma Quadrant, where apparently she'd been. Uh, she said she was stranded for the last two years. We we know as audience members that Q was taking her around instead. Yeah, the, yeah. There's that the second episode that she's in, right? With, yeah. She, she comes back and she's Q. all mad that Picard never told anybody about their booty call. Oh, she mad about that? Yeah. That sucks. And oh. then Q is like. Uh, traps her in Sherwood Forest because <laughs> he's Q. That's what he does. Yeah, and he was like, "I know, I'll do this." And everyone's like, "Okay, I guess, sure." That's the best episode. I am not a merry man. <laughs> but they uh, they wa- they walk her out, and the camera stays on a lowly ensign who's like working on the door, and he turns around, and it's Q, and he looks into the camera, and he winks. Dude, he totally winks. And he smiles and he licks his lips. And it's like, alright, John Delancey. Alright, John Delancey. We can fuck, but you need to pull the gas back a little bit. And, 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 lick your lips. (laughs) (laughs) Energy, 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 come. (laughs) Uh, Bashir is, like, uh, doing his thing, being um, extremely inappropriate. Suable, we call it in the medical profession, with Vosh. Where he's like, oh, I'm sad that you're not sick because I can't keep you around anymore. Yeah. And he's like, uh, did you ever have herpes? No. Do you want some? (laughs) It doesn't work, weirdly. For some reason, she's not too into it. She's like, what's herpes? This is like 2490. (laughs) We don't have herpes. We don't have that anymore. (laughs) Sorry, 2369. 69 nice the uh she's he's like oh you've been out there and the, uh, away from civilization for so long and because he's still like a shithead at this yeah, point he's an idiot yeah and she's like well the gamma quadrant isn't uncivilized they've had cultures that have been around for millions of years 
Yeah, and he's, and he's like, like, oh, but uh-huh. I still want to fuck. And she's like, well, I like fucking, so we can go out later. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. yeah. Uh, we flash over to Cisco's office, and Cisco is like, he's a little pissed that Vosh isn't explaining how she got to the Gamma Quadrant. She says it's personal, like the reason that people don't get vaccinated. Yeah, which, uh, it's don't, not. don't fucking fly. It's not how it works. It's not personal. Tell us about Q. Save us 25 minutes of nothing happening in this episode. <laughs> uh, but she said she didn't use the wormhole, which is like, you know, how in the hell did you get there then? It makes no it sense. Goes, he's like, this doesn't make fucking sense. Bitch. It just don't add up. Yeah. Two plus two equals what? Uh, Vosh takes a bunch of, uh, we get to see the items that she stole from the Gamma Quadrant. Yeah, some cool shit. Neat little statue, like it's all stuff that would make Picard like fully jism into a he, sash. He probably, <laughs> he probably would like the statue the most. It's true. He he did love the Carlin Nescar until yeah, he didn't. He, they're categorizing <laughs> it, and they're like one statue thirty centimeters looks like it could fit up your cooch if um, you wanted. One jizz scarf green. <laughs> um, Cisco meets up with her after she drops all of her stuff off at the. Um, I guess it's called an an essay office. The assay? Yeah, I don't know. What, I've no, I've only ever heard that in this show. I don't really know what that yeah, is. I don't actually know what that is either. I'm it's sure funny because it tell has, us. It has ass in it. That's funny. I do like words that have ass in it. Assistant. Assassin. That's two. That's two asses. Double ass, which is always better than one ass. Double bubble. But uh, the Daystrom Institute wants to know like where she's been and what she's up to. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, it's they kicked me out, so you know, whatever. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, How ironic. (laughs) Cisco's like, that's not what irony means. Um, (laughs) It's coincidental. But they, uh, he's he's straight up like, you know, like, how did you get to the Gamma Quadrant anyway? And she's like, it's personal. And he says it at the same time as her. He knows she's a a con. He can smell a con. Yeah, he doesn't want to fuck a con like Picard does, but he could smell one. (laughs) Um... Vosh is like, I haven't been on Earth in 12 years, so maybe I'll go back. Sky's still blue? And he's like, yeah. Cisco's like, yeah, I'll arrange passage for you, sure. As soon as you tell me about that damn Gamma Quadrant. Definitely won't be dicking around, wasting everyone's time for no. 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, O'Brien can't figure out why the ship lost power. Doesn't make any sense. There's some and sort of Kira's, continuous power drain happening. Kira's like, why do you suck? <laughs> she's really mad at him. She's like, this is your fault. Dude, she's fucking pissed in this episode. She really that, is. I I just, just strangle, just hit me, strangle me. Cisco's like, uh, O'Brien, you know Vosh, right? And he's like, yeah, well, sort of. She was on the Enterprise. She, like, fucked the captain. And Cisco's like, wait. That dude fucks? <laughs> His dick didn't fall off due to old? That piece of shit that I hate fucks? Fuck him. I don't fuck. What the hell? Damn. My, he kills my wife and then he fucks? This is I'm the pissed. worst timeline. I'm going to the evil universe where I fuck all the time. I'm going to fuck Dax in the evil universe. 
Um, but O'Brien says the captain likes a good challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. And uh, thankfully, the power goes out in the corridor and stops them from smirking yeah. at each other. Well, he was doing that, like, make your hand a circle and put your finger in it move. Yeah. Just that, you know, he, but the power went out. We don't, just don't see it. He's like, you know what that means? You know what this means, right? You know what yeah. this means? Yeah. And Cisco then he goes was that, like, I, I might go. I'm like, I gotta... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> uh, Cisco and O'Brien head back to Ops, and they find out that the entire station is getting power drained, in the same way that happened to the Ganges. What yeah, the hell Kira, is going on? Kira's like, if this happens when a docking is happening, the most exciting thing that happens in Season 1, we'll lose a pylon! <laughs> <laughs> O'Brien's like, fuck you, I'm gonna get you pregnant later. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> Nothing! <laughs> Nothing, I read the scripts. <laughs> O'Brien uh, takes Vosh back to her quarters, and she's like, do I know you? She's, he's like, yeah, I was on the Enterprise. And she's like, oh yeah, I, I uh, totally remember you. Yeah. O-Beardy, o- o- right? Uh, McGillicuddy, something Irish, <laughs> something something potatoy. <laughs> she gets real racist. She does. She's like, like oh, Irish famine, Irish famine. Ooh. I was like, Jesus, people yeah. died. What are you talking about? Yeah, man, that's rough. Dodo Brian's like, yeah, the last time I saw Picard, he was fine. And she's like, well, now that I'm back in the Alpha Quadrant, I could use a top up if you know what I'm talking about. She's talking about her. Vagina being filled with a penis. Yeah, Picard's penis. His his little Picard. His peep card. <laughs> we're firing on all cylinders in this episode, baby. Yeah, yeah we're like a three-cylinder geo tracker. But she uh, goes into her room and Q shows up, and he's like, "I can't believe you're still pining for Picard after you got that Q dick." Yeah, he he probably turned into like all kinds of like different dicks, like of uh. uh Tentacle monster dick. That's the first thing that I thought of. It's uh, telling that that's the first thing you thought of. Like a different kind of ten- tentacle monster. Mm-hmm, like maybe this mm-hmm. one's orange and sure. the other one was purple. Of course. Uh, like then he did like a green tentacle monster. <laughs> I got all the time in the world for this. Go right ahead. <laughs> Chartreuse. Oh, that's the hottest one. I jizzed. Never yep. mind. I guess Sorry. we're See you next uh, week, everybody. They do act like a couple. They're like yeah. arguing like a couple that's breaking up. A very fucked up, dysfunctional, absolutely toxic as fuck couple. Like he's fully toxic. Like I own you style toxicity. Yeah, it's hard to like um, like Q anyway. I I really like Q because in in TNG like I feel like it's all a bit that he's doing right. Like he's an sure. he's just acting and he. He really does care about humanity, but he's just being like a dickhead. In this, he's just a dickhead. <laughs> For some reason, when Q shows up in a different show, he's like a weird misogynist. Yeah, it doesn't work not on TNG, because there's no re- real reason for him to be anywhere else, right? Like, yeah, there's not really. I mean, like, this one, he has a direct reason to be there, right? Because Vosh is there, but he has no reason to be in the Delta Quadrant fucking around. But they kind of like... They kind of like, I guess, like, um, make it seem like at the end, like he knows what's happening, kind of, but yeah. it's not done that well. And all this Fosh stuff is like ludicrous. Like, 
Me turns into a fucking mummy for Christ's sake. <laughs> he's um he's a full on as the Australians call it, a sodge. I've never heard that. It's he's a full on sodge in this episode. He thinks he owns her because she's a a weakling woman and he's a powerful Q man. Yeah, but she stole that statue. Uh-huh. <laughs> Women can steal statues just as well as men. <laughs> It's true. That's feminism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Q is like, nah, we need to go to the Delta Quadrant. We need to go to all this uh, fucking gobbledygook I'm spitting out that's the name of places. Don't you want to go see the tentacle monster statues? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a green one, and she's like, yeah, we did that already. He's like, oh, right, yeah. I forgot. But uh, Vosh... Uh, Vosh's door ring-a-dings and she opens it up and Quark comes in. <laughs> and uh, my favorite thing I've seen all day is that the memory alpha says, then Vosh's door opens to Quark, the Ferengi bar owner on the station. Wow, that's... Uh, not to be confused with the other Quark. Uh, nowhere else in this entire article is anyone else uh, introduced in such a way. <laughs> Next comes Bashir, the doctor who was in the scene earlier, if you remember. <laughs> just, Thank you. Did this person just be like, oh, they're not going to know who Quark is. I need it's, to... Out of all the characters on Deep Space Nine, Quark's the hardest to remember. <laughs> Uh, also, all the names are links, so if you didn't know who Quark was, you could just click the link. I do that with, like, Lord of the Rings. I'll just, like, look at stuff, and I'll just go on a Lord of the Rings adventure. I'm going on a wiki adventure! I do that all the time. Yeah. That's, like, 90% of my Cimmerillion knowledge. Yeah. Just from the, the one wiki to rule them all. I was listening to, uh, I forget, it's, like, Fudge Muppet or somebody on YouTube does like the uh, Elder Scrolls lore and I just went nuts on that one night. Oh hell yeah. And I was like, damn, it's deep. so much shit in this world. Like, <laughs> Morrowind created this like, ridiculous amazing world. And, then it got uh, blown up. <laughs> the others have, uh, have mostly kept it intact. Yeah. It's, it's funny how Skyrim's like one of the better ones, but, like, nothing interesting happens in Skyrim. Yeah, well, that's the thing about Skyrim, is it has the best gameplay of but all of them, for the sure. But it's not the best story, yeah. But the story sucks, and it seems to be, like, a generic fantasy setting, for the most part. They, like, disconnect it from a lot of the stuff that makes... Yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense lore-wise, because, like, the, the Nords don't really care about magic, so there's not a ton of magic. It's true. The, but, Nord, the Nords also live in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. So. Yeah, they're also buttfuckingly stupid. Yeah. I've never played... I always think about playing a Nord when I'm going to do like a heavy weapons character or something, but I can't bring myself to do it because no. they're all so fucking stupid. As I like to say in ESO, more like bored. Ooh, got him. Take I that. always play as a Wood Elf. Yeah, Wood Elves are great. And I always come to that quest in Skyrim where the lady's like, ah, ha, I ate the dead bodies. I'm a cannibal. Ah. I do that. I eat the bodies. And I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Bosmer. Like, we all do that. Yeah, it's normal. And then, like, I get to the part of the quest where she's like, kill this guy who did nothing to you and bring him here so we can eat him. And I'm like, mm, I'll kill you instead and eat you. Yeah, I'll eat you. <laughs> I'll eat you, bitch. 
<laughs> I'm Army Hammer. <laughs> I'm full on Army Hammer. Let's fuck eat. <laughs> Feet? No. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> That's what they're talking about. But uh, Q teleports Quark away, and Vosh makes him bring him back, but he disappears first. So, like, Quark just reappears and acts like nothing happened? Did yeah, he maybe not- he didn't. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he just didn't go anywhere. He just time skipped for it. He just didn't know. But he comes right? up and he's like, hey, Vosh, I'm a piece of shit too. <laughs> do you want to do some f- cool crimes together? <laughs> I'll make an auction for your goods and split them 50 50. And then she, uh, like, cranks his ears off and um, yeah. he drops it down to 22%. I can't believe they showed that on television. She fully cranks his ears off until climax. In Japan, that shit's blurred out. Uh, his ears just explode out earwax. It was disgusting. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Q pops back in and he's like, if, if Quark was the kind of man you were with before, it's no wonder you were attracted to Picard. Yeah, because Quark's ears are gross. <laughs> it's true. He's nasty. He's like, he's like uh, the depths you lower yourself to are disgusting. Yeah, but like I said, man, I rub an ear over other stuff. Even yeah. if it was like, a, you know, like if it's not somebody I know, I'm not just trying to like oral them. I'll just rub your ears. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah. To Ferengi. It's easy. What a what a genetic defect. It's true. <laughs> what a weakness. Um, Bashir comes in and he's like, "You want to you want to do a, a dick and vagina?" Yeah, everyone wants to fuck Vash. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And um, she's like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll meet you at Quark's for uh, whatever the hell gross food you described. I don't remember. Jo- Joomja stick. I don't think it was a Joomja stick. It was he was No, he, he was like, I'll show you my Joomja stick. He said, I'll take you to the Joomja shop. I'll show I'll you what, what I, got. I got. Is it the radio edit? Yeah. <laughs> They can't say candy on the radio. <laughs> Too close to, like, meaning a dick or something. But uh, Bashir's in the replimat. Q shows up as a Bajoran, and he's like, you shouldn't go out with her. She's got herpes. And he's like, yeah, so do I. So what? And Bashir's so does like, everybody. If you didn't, if you don't know me, I've got every one of those. Yeah, Everyone herpes. you can think of, I got it. Mouth herpes, butt herpes, feet herpes. I got... Uh, uh, I got chlamydia. I got the clap. I got gonorrhea. Uh, tentacle herpes. I got them all. I got the mouth on a vagina on a penis. HPV. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but Bashir gets mad and he gets up like he's going to do some shit about it, even though he he wouldn't. And Q's yeah. like, look, maybe you're tired. And she's yeah, like, like, oh no, I'm sweepy. Gotta go. I'm so tired. Maybe I go back down for a little bit. I got no bed, bed. I was going to have sex with the old lady, but now I'll go take sleepy. And O'Brien walks up and sees this happen and turns around and goes, yo, hell. <laughs> yo, this <laughs> shot is so stupid. It's like, it, it really like... It's like it's the set like a is comedy so small. shot. It's yeah. so funny. He he's like in the frame, like most of the frame, and 
and Q is like the same size as him. Like he's not he's not eavesdropping. He's just right next to him. He's standing right next to. Him. He turns around. And he goes, "Bloody hell! Bloody <laughs> hell! Bloody hell!" And leaves. Keiko's gonna have my tentacles for this. <laughs> Uh, O'Brien goes back to ops and he's like, uh, he's like, uh, Commander, Q is on board. And Cisco already knows who Q is because he went to a fucking meeting to uh, learn about it. A Q <laughs> TED talk he went to. He's like, ah, this guy's he's extremely powerful and he fucks with people. I don't know. He's a, We have no way to stop him whatsoever. He's He is a omnipotent being, but he does love fucking with people. Yeah. <laughs> and Cisco's like, would Q and Vosh know each other from the Enterprise? And O'Brien's like, I think they met in Sherwood Forest. And and everyone's like, I get that reference. And then everyone on the show is like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, I get that reference. And Kira's like, oh, uh, yeah, 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 I get, I get it. Kira's like, God, I hate you. You're so stupid and bad at your job! Stop saying dumb things! O'Brien's like, there's nothing wrong with any of the systems. Q must be the one that's causing the power drains. <laughs> Which is something Q would do, I guess. Well, they yeah, they don't... They, they just... It's like, uh, he's the red herring, right? Yeah. That's the word. Quark and Vosh look at the big, like, floating energy jewel, which looks like one of the... Um, orbs. Orbs. It looks like a profit yeah. orb. It's but the it's, same the same asset. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it, for sure. They were like, yeah, we'll just reuse this egg thing. And uh, they, they, like, look over it, and uh, they're like... Uh, Quark tries to pretend like it's not going to be worth anything. Yeah, he's like, I'll give you, like... 12 bars just don't tell anybody yeah she's like bitch i know a scam i'm the scammiest but cisco comes in and he's like tell me about q bitch and And everybody there is like whoa (laughs) and she's like bitch i'll tell you about q bitch everyone says bitch a lot everybody does say bitch a lot and they all have like mustaches straight out of the 70s um Cisco is like, uh, you know, you tell me about Q, and then Q turns around from a seat nearby, and he's like, oh, I'll tell you anything you want to know about me. I like I like that he changes his outfit like, like Cher from Clueless. He does. That's he's why like, they named it this. He's like, yo, that outfit's dope. It's less red. I guess I'll just switch outfits. Who knows why? He switches because he likes looking like the captain. He wants like, to look like the captain because it's insulting to the captain. But he's wearing a captain's outfit, and Cisco's only a commander. Well, it's insulting to be the same rank and in the same uniform. Like, I'm I'm you, but better. I don't know. I would have just stuck with the original. <laughs> well, that's why you're not Q, baby. Not yet. He does say, uh, did you ask for this command, or are you being punished? It's, it's pretty funny. Which is a good question. I like how Q is, like, meta in that way, like, self-referential, right? Like, you get a little bit of that, like, this is, like, this is, what is this show, you know? Yeah, you get a little, it's, like, it's different, it's show's so weird and different. Yeah, yeah. 
And in another weird and different turn of events, we're going to take a break and be right back after these messages. I knew it was happening. After these messages, we'll be right back. Does it, Ronald? Well, it does need a little work. I'll help. Oh, my! We fixed it. Now it looks like a pig pen. And we're back with more Clueless. Did you know I Donald just... Faison was in this movie? Yeah, he's uh the boyfriend of what's her name who's a psychopath in real life oh god no what's her name stacy i don't something. know she's hot as hell though yo she's super hot but she's a lunatic she's like a trump crazy oh, what no yeah. yeah i don't know i don't know man it don faison is in that who people listening might know is turk from scrubs Seth Meyer is in it. He's in every movie that came out in the 90s. Not Seth Meyer. What's his name? Seth Green. Seth, no. Urban Meyer, no. <laughs> That's a football coach. Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. How could I forget that oh, dumb name? I thought you meant Seth Green when you said Seth. Yeah, because they work on uh, Robot Chicken together. I confuse them. Seth Green and Brecken Meyer? Yeah. Huh. They make that show. I didn't fucking know that. That's what Brecken Meyer's been doing. Wasn't he a heartthrob? What happened to that? Was he, though? Maybe I'm thinking of a different person. Are you thinking of Devin Sawa? Brecken Meyer. Of J- JTT? <laughs> oh, Brecken Meyer was like a little bit of a heartthrob back then. He was in Road Trip. Uh, if people ask, can Brecken Meyer skateboard? Can he, though? Apparently, Yes. Of course he can. All cool kids can skateboard in 1999. It's true. I had a skateboard in 1999. Could I use I, it? Yeah. <laughs> I could never. I was bad at it. I couldn't do it. I was also bad at it, but I could ride it around as a form of transportation. What if we started skateboarding? Can we do that? You can, but I think we will break our hips. Are we too old? I don't think you're ever too old for anything if you're willing to accept the consequences of it. <laughs> That's deep. But I'm not willing to accept the consequences of anything. That's true. I guess you're too old for everything, then. Shit, guess I'll die. Turn into a mummy. Guess I'll die now. <laughs> That's that my was... mummy dick. That <laughs> 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 uh, tickled my funny dick. Uh, Cisco just, he tells Q to fuck off immediately. Yeah. And Q's like, no, I'm fun. I'm fun times, and I'm here to bring some uh, some comedy to your dumb spinoff show. <laughs> Crazy that he says that line. And he's like, uh, look, tell us what the power outages are and everything. And Q's like, oh, the slings and arrows of mine enemies pierce my flesh. <laughs> and Cisco's like, I'm not going to feel bad for you. Yeah. And he's like, let's uh, let's speak on this alone. And he's like, ah, great idea. And he makes them all disappear. And it's edited in such a way that he was definitely supposed to say a different line when he comes yeah. back. But he says the same line again. Yeah. And he comes back them. and he says, ah, great idea. <laughs> Dude, it's so weird. And uh, Cisco tries to call 
ops, but nobody's there. He's like, they're gone, dude. I told you. I'm fucking Q. Didn't you go to that TED Talk? I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was the guy giving it. <laughs> Which is a very Q thing to do. That would be hilarious. But Q's like, oh, you want to settle this mono mono huh? Fisticuffs, Captain! <laughs> and then he, he changes Quark's bar into a big boxing arena where people are taking bets on who's going to win. <laughs> he's got a fake mustache. He's like, uh, he's like, ah, oh, it's the fi- it's the barbaric fisticuffs of the past. I'll give you a cauliflower ear. <laughs> I'm going to lift triangular dumbbells later. And he keeps punching Cisco, who doesn't even react to it. He's just like, boom, boom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then and you get that gif of this is the gifts collection. You get it is the, the gifts GIF. collection. Of the punch, which, like, everyone thinks is because he's a prophet, right? Uh, yeah. He can punch. Cisco punches him. And, like, people are always like, oh, that's why he never came back, because Cisco punched him or whatever. But it's clear he doesn't feel anything. He's just shocked that he hit him. Yeah, he's just like, whatever. Like, yeah. He's excited that he hit him. Actually, he's like, oh, you're much easier to provoke than Picard. Yeah, he's like, I like you. Um... <laughs> Then a Maybe bunch you can punch my butt later. Oh no, don't punch my virgin butt. Oh no, my innocent butt. <laughs> uh, a bunch of fucking weirdos show up. Rich weirdos show up at Deep Space Nine. Uh, you got Turtle Man. You got, you got uh, bags over their heads, guys, because that's all they had. Yeah, you got like a, a reusable IGA bag guy. <laughs> Uh, what else? Turtle Man's girlfriend. Uh, Constant and Odo is in this episode, and uh, they really don't have his face makeup down yet. He just looks like an old man. Yeah, his, they they got the neck. His like his real neck, and it's like they're like Odo. Can you also like look like you're constipated and taking a shit? And he's like, okay, all right, all right. He doesn't have his his American accent down yet either. Is he not American? Uh, I don't think so. Is he British? Okay, let's pause the podcast for a minute. When Jeff says something on this podcast, uh, don't take it as gospel, because Jeff's dumb. I'm just asking, because I don't know either. Jeff doesn't it's know okay. things. It's he's okay not, not to know. Don't, he's, don't. he's not vamping for time right now, so that he can look something up. Yeah, We're he is look. American, it turns out. So he's, where, is he, where is he from? Connecticut? Uh, he is from... New York City. Close enough. Um, I he, he played so many characters that have British accents that he just fucking tricked me. Also, his name is so French. European. It's too French. I said um, it. I was not vamping <laughs> for time. That was important information you all needed to know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I learned what vamping means. He learned what vamping means on Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, a new episode of which should be out a week from the time you listen to this episode. Get ready for it. It's about X-Files. Only on Patreon. X-Files. <laughs> was oh, there a porno called that? I bet. For sure. Triple X-Files, definitely. Who was in it? <laughs> I don't know. Renee David Duchovny? Oh, He's a sex addict. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about my friend Ashley, who wanted to have sex with him? Really? So she lived in New York City. Uh, Ashley was the one of the girl who showed her boobies in uh, Chappelle's show, 
the Rick James episode. Oh yeah, show me your titties, bitches. Yeah, yeah she's she's one of them. And every day, David Duchovny would smoke a cigarette outside of. The, I guess they, she lived near him, and she would like lay it on real thick, and like try to like sleep with him because she like I guess just wanted to, and she never did. And I, I was he like, was supposed to be some sort of a sex yeah. addict. And I was like, Ashley, he's a sex addict. How did you not have sex with him? Why didn't you just walk up to him and say, "Hey, let's have sex"? Yeah, did you try that? That would be a surefire way to figure out whether like, you're going to or not. She was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big big apologies to Ashley for not getting to fuck David Duchovny. Sorry yeah. about that. Maybe next time. He's old now. <laughs> His dick isn't. I'm sure he'd still fuck. His dick's born again. <laughs> uh... Quark shows up at the security office that Odo is working at. He tries to bribe Odo, and it almost works. And he's like, haven't you ever wanted anything, Odo? Andorian silk, um, a ring made of Surax. And he's like, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, he's like, What about shit. a latinum-plated bucket to sleep in? And Odo's like, hmm. Maybe. But then he's like, nah. <laughs> And Quark just has this gleaming grin, like, ah, he almost took it. Yeah, he didn't, though. It's all a game. Oh, uh, my favorite part in the entire episode, by the way, is when um, Q turns the bar into a boxing ring, and uh, we get an Avery Brooks sound. Oh, yeah? He goes, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hear that. I have to listen to that. It's the first time I heard it. I've seen this what? episode a dozen times, but like when he transforms it over, he goes, "What?" <laughs> I think this is one of the first ones I watched. Like when the show was new, I remember be- being like, "Oh, Q's on it. Oh, cool." Oh, and then I watched here. it, and I was like, "This is a not a good Q episode." <laughs> no, this isn't. This isn't a terrible episode at, by any means for Q. No. Uh, all of his worst episodes are, in fact, in Voyager. Yeah, weird. Uh, where he becomes a rapist. <laughs> and a Civil War guy, I yeah, guess? I mean, whatever. Sure, why not? Q is still tr- on Vash's jock. Like, come with me <laughs> into space, please. Uh, I own you. I love yeah. you, baby. Come back to me. I'll baby, fucking smack your head off. I, wow. I love you. Come back to me. You know, the standard Q yeah. thing. Yeah. That's what he Q. <laughs> and he's he he's DQing something different in this fucking episode. <laughs> but Q's like, remember that tiny little bite you got from an insect on Erabus Prime? Oh, shit. And then he starts turning into her into a mummy. <laughs> me and Mike, when Mike lived with me, I like showed him the first couple seasons of the show, and we he laughed so hard at this part. And for like ever, I'm all like, whenever I talk to him, I'm like, "Well, don't get turned into a mummy," because <laughs> she's like, "I don't know," and like we we would like make up stories of like people on the promenade being like, "This place is fucking crazy." We got people turning up fucking mummies over here. We got we got rumple stiltskins. We got yeah, people we, turning into mummies. We got stiltskins. This place is bananas. 
Uh, but, like, he's he turns into a mummy, and then she does, like, some of the craziest mummy acting and falls over. Yeah. And then he's like, consider our friendship, and turns her back to normal and disappears. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, that mummy got hot again. Let's touch her. Yeah. They all run <laughs> up start grabbing. Yeah. Like it was Burning Man or something. <laughs> um... So the station's fucking power is still getting. Nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. The life support systems will go offline in less than fourteen hours. The sensors aren't sensitive enough to detect where the power outages are coming from. You can really start to feel the like, we can't go anywhere. Yeah. Right. Like we're starting to become a problem. Doc suggests that they flood the station. With tritium gas, which, uh, as O'Brien points out, is lethal. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we could do that, except we'll die in four years. And she's like, like hmm. well, we'll just use a, a little bit. A little bit of asbestos in the wall. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's fine if you don't breathe it. <laughs> and uh, just don't breathe, dummy. What are it's you doing? Fine. It's fine if it's solid. And Q shows up and he's like, Picard and the crew of the Enterprise would have solved this problem ages ago. (laughs) Picard's dick is bigger than yours. And O'Brien's like, do something constructive like tormenting Cardassians. Nice. You fuck. (laughs) Damn. um, Q's like, who were you on the Enterprise? One of the little people? Yeah, and then... then O'Brien's like, oh. He does look deflated, man. He's like, oh, no. My feelings. This is like the beginning of the O'Brien shit on fest. (laughs) But Q's like, um, uh, Vosh is far more dangerous to you and your crew than I'll ever be. He knows. He He knows. He knows. He knows what's happening. Why don't they just ask him? Why aren't they just like, can you tell us what's the thing, what the problem is? Cisco does. He's like, uh, stop fucking with us and tell us what's going on. And he's like, yeah, oh, it wouldn't be fun that way. Yeah. Because he's cute. Well, like, you know, at this point, I'd be like, you know what? We're good. We're going to be fine. Because <laughs> Q never does anything weird. Like, too weird. He he did send a bunch of people to Sherwood Forest once. That's the weirdest thing ever. But, like, Captain Picard, like, loves Sherwood Forest. That's true. There is the the weird thing he did where he tried to impregnate a woman against her will. Oh, yeah, but that's later. (laughs) It's true. Q as a character is on a perfect downward slope from the end of TNG. (laughs) It's just straight down the drain. Which is why all these people that are like, Q's coming to Picard. It's going to be good. I'm like, yeah. "Mm." Yeah, well, Seven and Nine was on Picard, too, and... I like her. Look how that's seven of nine became Lady Han Solo. Yeah, she's yeah, (laughs) Hannah Solo. That's good. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, The fucking aliens are all there, and they're like, "We want the shit. We want the shit. We want the shit." Vash gets up and is like, "This is a pre-Quetzalcoatl statue. It's made by the Empire of uh, whatever." And Quirk's like, "Shut the fuck up!" 
it's rare. It's from the Gamma Quadrant. Just buy it. And they're all like, yeah, a thousand like, gold. Oh, that looks like it would fit up a butt. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the station loses power. It's like going to fall into the wormhole. It's being drawn into it. Yeah. And then they use like the thrusters and it's like, I didn't know the station had fucking hot rod engines, bro. <laughs> it's like, damn, those are big. But they uh, they shut down. Yeah, when you think about how big those thrusters are, they're bigger than some ships. Where would they be? Like, how would they be on it? They're, and are they on like, every side? It seems like it. It seems like they're on every side right in the middle of the ring. Yo, okay, why don't they do, like, a cool, like, gyroscope move and spin the station around, like, crazy cool? For what? I don't know. Fuck just, it. Just doing some space donuts. Yeah. Fuck just fucking yeah. Tokyo drifted, man. Uh, but nothing's working. They shut down the reactors. For some reason, I gotta admit, I did, I did do a little bit of doodling while this part of the episode was happening. Hey! Here's the thing about what you just said. I also zoned out and was like, whatever. Because there's, it's long. It's boring. This is boring. It is. I mean, Deep Space Nine has not gotten its gravitas yet. It's not figured out how to do slow sci-fi and make it interesting yet. Yeah, if this was the Enterprise, it maybe would be okay. Because they would probably write in like, well, we gotta go here and whatever. There'd be some fucking something but there, there, there would be a funny c plot at least yeah where data would be like i like antiques <laughs> yeah he would go and try and buy some antiques like they would like quark would use data as like a model for the stuff like he put the necklace on him and data would be like mm. like he wouldn't know what to do you know I would love for him to be bidding on the antiques. Like he would be bidding, and then at the end, it'd be he'd be like a uh, hundred thousand bars, and then uh, at the end, he would be like, "Oh, you got to pay up," and he'd be like, "What does pay mean? What is that?" <laughs> and they'd be like, "You idiot!" <laughs> these um, people are horny for these artifacts, though. Yeah. Somehow they don't notice the stations being, like, yanked and grabbed and, like, moved around real hard. I believe it is a comment on greed. Uh-oh. <laughs> fuck you, capitalism. I, I believe it's a comment on they're willing to die for their greed. Damn. Ha 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 ha. A stunning, just, crucifixion of capitalism in this episode. <laughs> Get Wrecked capitalism. They're like buying the shit. They're like, here's the thing, and here's the fucking bidding starts at my ass, and they're like, <laughs> oh my ass plus a hundred. Yeah, they're like that guy's ass plus my ass. It's like a whole math setup. They're trying to find the source of the drain. We yeah. know what it is. Yeah, we figured it out already because we're not dumb, and we've seen Star Trek before. We've been watching the episode. We know what it is. Yeah, it's the fucking thing it's the the thing uh he puts the dagger up and he's like it's a dagger you could stab your enemies it's good money and they're like 40 bars i'll take it like 40 bars is a lot q comes in and he's like uh hey guys we're hurtling towards the wormhole and you won't live long enough to enjoy your purchases and they're all like oh no and quark's like um 
no, that's not happening. And they're all like, oh, okay, I bid 100. <laughs> Greedy bar troll says no, must be telling the truth. Must be true. <laughs> and, um, 105 bars of gold pressed latinum for the dagger. And the bad guy's like, what's going on out there? <laughs> I can't see. I can't see what's going on. What's happening? I've been bidding. I don't know what I'm bidding on. 500 bars. <laughs> Dax is like, let's turn all the generators back on so that we can trace the power drain from. Let's turn it on and off again. And uh, Cisco's like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck all it. Right. <laughs> sure. Why Whatever. Not? We're all about to die. It's fine. <laughs> then uh, the big, uh, the Chaos Emerald comes out. It's time to bid on it. <laughs> and it gets up to 200 bars of gold-pressed latinum, which is apparently a lot. Yeah. Like, later on, like, the latinum... Like, like a bar of gold-pressed latinum is, like, a lot, right? Yeah. Like, and this is 600 bars it gets up to, actually. Dude, it gets up to more than that. Yeah, 2,500 bars, and eventually a million. Yeah, Q says a million, and they're like, oh, my God. Dude, if I was one of those dudes, I'm like, there isn't a million bars of gold-pressed latinum anywhere, dude. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, It's like me going to an auction and be like, one trillion dollars! <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody has that much fucking money. What are you talking about? It's like a concept. It's not even like a real number. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the, uh, like, the national student debt is at 1.8 trillion Is that it? Aw. Oh. And uh, Biden made this giant show of like uh, we're we're like gonna take away student debt like a billion dollars, billions of dollars. Yeah. And somebody tweeted yesterday the student debt was at one point eight trillion dollars. Today, after Biden bailed us out, it's at one point eight trillion dollars. Yeah, because that's so much. It's so much. It's like. <laughs> Unbelievably a lot. <laughs> well, it's it's that much because of how unbelievably predatory student loans oh, are. It's absolutely ridiculous. They're dude. like they're aimed specifically at people who are too young to understand what they're getting into, and the uh, like compounding interest rate is so high that you'll never be able to pay it off. I mean it. It's it's a disgusting perversion of education absolutely <laughs> like I, I don't even understand like not to mention i also it's it's I, here we go here we go <laughs> here we go here we go old man henderson i colleges are also in on it because they oh yeah. you know they're like well you know, so, like, you'll sign up for a program, and they'll be like, okay, you need, like, 21 credits, right? Mm -hmm. And then, like, your junior year, they're like, oh, you need 25 credits now in that. They're fully in on it. I mean, uh, they know that if they can force some way for you to have to take a fifth year, that they you're will. going to have to take loans. Because you can only get grants for four years. Yeah, and also, like, what, are you going to stop, right? It's Yeah, it's absolutely. It's so fucked up, dude. And if you're poor, like... Yeah. Um, people always talk all the time about all these grants that are meant for, like, poor people. Right. But they're not really meant for poor people because, like, uh, 
the like line that's drawn is so arbitrary that you right. miss it. No matter like you have to be like either absolutely dirt poor, right. in which case like you won't be able to afford anything else that goes with college. Right, you'll go to college and like that's it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like it was wild. There. Like they said, my family made too much money, and I was like, yeah. "Fucking, we had to turn the electricity off for a month not long ago." Like, how did yeah. we make that much fuck? There's no way. What people really are talking about when they talk about grants is uh, free education, and they think it should be free, but yeah. it's not because they only give out like a grant to like a person in a school. Like, yeah. You're talking about free education, and that's what you really want. I think... Which is great! I agree! <laughs> I think a reset is needed. Like, if we can bail out Wall Street four times... Yeah, and I feel Dodge like we can Chrysler. bail out yeah. student debt. Yeah. Just erase it. Just be like, it no longer exists. What people don't understand is, like, that would be beneficial to the economy. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Spend money on stuff again instead of not. Like, if I didn't have student loans, I would be a much happier, more productive member of society for sure. I think we're rapidly coming to the point where, like, the joke is going to be made abundantly clear that, like, this is all just numbers and it's nonsense. Like, yeah, I think, I think for a lot of us, we're already past that. Oh, yeah, no, for, yeah, for sure. Like, it's just serfdom dude it's bullshit it's a million bars of gold press lie in them yep i have it i'll give it to you <laughs> you can um cisco kira dax uh they run in they're like scavenger the, hunt they run in and they're like it's the gemstone and they beam it out into space and then it turns into another space manta ray the third one in star trek history <laughs> And it flies yeah. off into the wormhole. I like I like how like in, in TNG they're like, my God, no one's ever seen this. And then like in Deep Space Nine they're like, ah oh, man, another one of these fucking things. <laughs> Jesus, is this uh, the thing that killed Steve Irwin? Get this shit out of here. Get this shit out of my fucking face. <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm done. So they beam it out into space, it turns into a golden manta ray, and it and floats it away in, into the wormhole. Goes back home, I guess. Sure, why not? And everybody looks out the window in awe at the beauty yeah. of this creature that they all uh, were about to sell. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen it hatch in the quarks, though, and just, like... <laughs> just fry everyone to death. <laughs> Rip apart the whole fucking place. Vosh is leaving. She's headed back to Earth. Uh, she's going she's, to the Daystrom Institute. She's going to be a legit. She's going legit. It seems like she's learned a lesson. Sure, why not? It turns out she hasn't. Because no. Quark is like, oh, the Rokai provincial capital has been uncovered at Tartarus 5. Lots of good shit to steal there. And she's like, also, I heard they have really good tartar sauce, if you're into that. Oh man, on some nice fishy sticks. I don't Sign like tartar up. sauce. I like the red. What is I like there? the red better than the tartar sauce. Yeah, tartar sucks. The More red like tartar is sucks. Cocktail sauce. Yeah, I like it when it's hot. Um, whenever I would go to Long John Silver's, I've never sponsors been to one. today. Long John Silver's. Mm -hmm. uh, I would get the red sauce. I'd get the cocktail sauce for my shrimpies. 
Oh, man. Now I want some shrimp cart. <laughs> you always want shrimp cart. I love shrimp cart. Shrimp is like your favorite food, isn't it? It's one of them. It's up there, man. It's Shrimp's hard to pick. It's good. I like steak a lot, but also like I'll go to fucking town on a pizza any day of the week. You know, I haven't had pizza in like two years. Well, you don't, you don't really like pizza. Yeah, but I've been thinking a lot about pizza lately. Maybe it's time I give it another shot. Sure. It's uh, like I do that with food I don't like all the time. I'll give, I do I'll, like, like try pizza. it again. I I don't want I don't want you to I do like it. I just Yeah, I've, you're just not that into it. I've just had so many pizzas. I never I'm like get tired. the Michelangelo of pizza. You would love it then. The artist and the turtle. <laughs> you would love it. The artist loved pizza. <laughs> he did notoriously. The uh the other thing that I could eat any day of the week no matter what is but. uh tikka masala. What I want, like, yo, I put that on that. a pizza. I had it the day before yesterday. It's so good. Fuck, dude, I'm so fucking hungry. I want to just eat all the shit. <laughs> so yeah, my favorite foods is either steak, pizza, or tikka masala. And butt. I do love to eat a big juicy butt. <laughs> so I think Vosh decides to stay. On Earth or whatever, because Q shows up and he's like, "You're going to Earth? That place sucks a dick." It used I to killed be cool. somebody with a tornado there once. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be cool. They used to have the Crusades, the Spanish Inquisition. Insert recent political thing. <laughs> Bill Clinton playing the saxophone on Arsenio Hall. <laughs> I guess Watergate was the biggest political. Oh, was thing it? It was within lie. like 20, 30 years. Honestly, at this point, I was like, whatever. <laughs> I think yeah. I, I don't remember this at all. Q's like, you'd be much happier exploring Tartar Sauce 5 instead of being on Earth. <laughs> and uh, Q's like, you know, I'm going to miss you. And she's like, you know, I might miss you too. And she, he's like, ooh, really? Let's fuck. And she's like, go away. Why doesn't Q just, like, conjure another Vosh. Like, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. It's not the same, right? I mean, is I don't know. <laughs> it would be, it'd be like making a real doll of Vosh. Yeah, but, like, it, I would think it would be more like making, like, a Westworld version. Sure, but, you know, it still wouldn't be the same. But I, I think the Westworld this version... Is the, this is the conundrum, right? There's, like, uh... Do you know the origin story of Astro Boy? You told me it. I may I have told you it, but like this, this like though. super genius roboticist's uh, son dies in a car accident. Yeah, and he created Astro Boy to like replace his son, and uh, he programmed him perfectly and everything to try and replace his son. But he he was like a shadow of who his son actually was. Yeah, and wasn't like learning or growing, so he just fucking like sold him to a circus because he's a piece of shit. That's fucked up. <laughs> and another scientist found him and like adopted him and brought him in. He needs real love. That's the answer. That's the answer. He needs real love, not this science love. He's higher love. <laughs> Bring me higher love. I'll give you a million bars of Latinum if you can tell me who did that song. Steve Winwood. Yeah. 
yeah, you got a million bars. <laughs> I have that on my Spotify. Thank you. <laughs> oh, they play that in the Bumblebee movie because the soundtrack is banging to that movie. Oh, hell yeah. And she's fixing the Bumblebee. It's Baby, I, love. <laughs> I love that song. Think about it. There must be higher love. Damn, you're good. I could, I'm Steve Winwood. I've kept it a secret too long. You, I knew it. Deep down, I always knew. <laughs> Deep down, I knew that Jeff was Steve Winwood. I've said to many people, I've been like, is Jeff really Steve Winwood? And they're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Who the fuck is Steve Winwood? Who the fuck is Jeff? <laughs> but uh, I've heard that a lot in my life. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I love Vosh gra- grabs Quark's ear and is like, what's the quickest way to tartar sauce five? <laughs> That's and right. Quark leads her away and Bashir wakes up and he's like, oh, I was a sleepy boy. Did I miss anything? <laughs> Hello, Dax, did I miss anything during my nappy? I was taking nap naps. And Dax, like, looks at the camera, like, looks at the camera and is like, oh, here we go. And he goes, <laughs> They were like, Terry Farrell is beautiful. Just put her on screen. I don't care what she Just does. put her on there. She started making balloon animals. Everybody was like, that's fine. She's hot. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the only acceptable reason to make balloon animals if you're hot. And speaking of hot and balloon animals, we'll be right back after these messages. Figure that one out for a commercial, Josh, you bitch. Oh, that guy's fucked. After these Now playing at McDonald's, it's a modern Stone Age Happy Meal. You can cruise bedrock or pull in and stay a while. One car and building with each Happy Meal you buy. Welcome back from that uh, balloon animal themed commercial. It better have been. I found one. It was worth it. It better have been. (laughs) So Josh, what do you think of this episode? Oh man, I was so bored. <laughs> this isn't an episode that you can rewatch easily because you already know the twist. Yeah, you like already know everything Q's gonna do. No, no main character does anything at all. They're just there. Uh, Q's there, which okay, cool. Spelled with a Q, <laughs> like. I guess, and, and we get Vosh, which, uh, yay! Yeah, everybody loves this character that they remember. I'm giving it a a, a Tucker a five. Tucker a is a five. Fish. Yeah, a catfish five, like a but a cooked one. Okay, I get it. You see, I because the warp engine from. goes to five. It's there's a lot of layers. There's a lot of layers, like ogres, like onions, it's like an onions. Yeah. Uh, that is on, of course, our patented Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality. Yeah. Uh, one is a Cochrane, which is bad for some reason, and ten is a Catfish, the worst episode of Star Trek in history, and is good for some reason. It doesn't make sense. It's quantum. It doesn't have to. <laughs> it's the higher functions of the brain that really make it yeah. not make sense, really, when you think it's, about it. That's why Astro Boy wasn't himself, because... It, he didn't live in the time. It's all about the the dimensions, man. 
uh, do you want to expound on that? Yeah, because like all the things that you ever do that you even know about affect you, right? Like you're not different from the universe. So if you're gonna make a facsimile like a clone, they won't ever, ever, ever be 100% you. They probably won't even be like close to being like you. They'll mostly be like a you, but with like a different color outfit on and like uh, a darker complexion. And then they like and uh, a beard. They try and kill you and take your life. And they wear a sash with jizz on. Yeah, they get wear the jizz sash. <laughs> Is that why all the mirror universes wear the sash? Because it protects them. Yeah, it keeps their heads from. Well, okay, let's not. Uh, anyway, it's right. uh, rent it. <laughs> fucking rent it already. Yeah, the Green Knight is fucking amazing. Please, I mean, also you should know it has something to do with not having a head. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, the story is like literally eight hundred years old. So. <laughs> yeah, it is a story from the fourteen hundreds. So, uh, apparently, this episode was originally writ- written that Vosh was in it, but not Q. And they that had trouble finding focus for it, so they just put Q in it. Well, why didn't they just have it be a Vosh Quark joint? I don't know. They felt like it it wasn't it wasn't poppy enough. It didn't have enough Q. It wasn't poppy enough, and this is what they came up with. Yeah. Wow. John Delancey has gone on record saying Q's relationship with Picard has always been a battle of wits. But I come into Deep Space Nine and Cisco just bopped me on the nose. (laughs) Bopped him. John Delancey, I bet John Delancey at Christmas sips brandy with his bathrobe on. That's the kind (laughs) of person. And he and he like he's like, Hey, could you throw another log on the fire and like you're you've never been there? And you're like, yeah, sure. And like, there aren't any logs inside. And he's like, no, outside. Just go out there. And so you're like, okay, cool. And you go outside, and like, they're not cut. And like, what do you do? Do you cut one? I guess you have mm. to. John Delancey said. And then he hunts you. Because <laughs> you're the most dangerous game. <laughs> yeah, it's all a setup. And he, but he For uses some like. Reason, a- that felt like that's where you were going with it. I don't know why. And then he just hunts you. <laughs> Yeah, but he uses, like, a musket, and it's like, damn, that's gonna suck to get shot with. He uses a musket and a fucking bayonet, and he hunts you. (laughs) That's John Delancey. In a nutshell. Uh, I do have a John Larroquette fun fact of the week for you. I love it. In an outtake from the fight scene uh, between Cisco and Q, where he, you know, Cisco bops Q right on the nose. Bops him. Uh, Avery Brooks said, you know, bring back the station's inhabitants. And instead of saying, you know, they're all gone, he said, or what? You'll ravish me? Wow. And Avery Brooks said, I might. And everybody busted out laughing and they couldn't use the take. (laughs) No! (laughs) Who's laughing on set, you fucks? Apparently John Delancey laughed first and everybody else laughed afterwards. They should have left it in like that that scene from uh fuck. Oh my god, I'm dumb. Uh the movie with uh <laughs> Star Wars? Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah. When he's doing the like, you know, morons and like <laughs> that is he such really a laughed. Good bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Morons. morons. <laughs> it's like the perfect like timing. <laughs> Uh, so that's your John Larroquette fun fact of the week. How uh, interesting. My score for this episode 
is I think I liked it more than you. I think I'm gonna give it a six point five. Okay. I think that's the biggest difference in score we've ever had. Yeah, we're usually I mean we're not quantumly the same because that's we learned that's impossible. That is true. I'm the robot of the boy and you're the real boy. I'm the I thought you were the a ghost, so I'm the robot. Uh, I can be a ghost robot. Isn't that like the Spider-Man thing? Like, the girl's robot is a ghost? Excuse me? <laughs> In uh, Spider-Man whatever, like... Oh, 30. Into the Spider-Verse? You're talking about yeah, like Penny the, Parker? Yeah, she his, she's like a ghost robot, right? I don't think she so. Has, I think she says, there's the robot of the ghost of my dad or something. Oh, it has his brain, I think. Oh, it's his brain, okay. Ah, uh, meat ghost. Okay. Meat ghost. The brain. The meat the ghost. Brain. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'll give it a 6.5. Um, nah, maybe a 7. Whoa! What is doing this to you? Who's making you do this? 6.5. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna stick with 6.5. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about certain parts of the episode and wanting to go higher, and then I think about other parts of the episode and want to go lower. <laughs> <laughs> it's a roller coaster. The whole like station power shit. It's, it's nothing. Like, oh my god, this is bullshit. It's, it's nothing. It's time filler. All right, it's six. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm winning him over. I'm gonna say six. Okay, oh, and I'm right. lock it in. Locking lock, it in. Final answer. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that dumb fucking shit? Yeah. I hate television. It's called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who Wants to Be a Million Bars of Latin America? Oh, man, that'd be way more than a million dollars. Be like student loan level dollars. Oh, no. <laughs> if you I just want to of- not have fucking student loans anymore. Is that so wrong? I didn't no, get it's... anything out of my fucking degree. Why do they get my money? <laughs> It's almost like it, it sucks because it makes people think like, okay, like I'll default and get bad credit and then just re- fix my credit. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. that's not, that shouldn't be a thing. Like no. you shouldn't, that's crazy. Oh my God. I have another John Larroquette fun fact of the week. This is a John Larroquette, James Avery fun fact of the week. I'm ready. This episode contains Deep Space Nine's third reference to Ren and Stimpy. Wait, wait, uh, okay. What? The name of the planet Hoek 4 in this episode is named after the main character Ren Hoek. <laughs> okay. The first two Ren and Stimpy references are found in the episode Babel, where Ren and Stimpy-inspired names Sermak Ren and Spumco are referenced. <laughs> What? Why? Is there? Uh, there's a memory alpha page for Spumco. What's Spumco? S- Gull Spumco is a Cardassian officer. In 2057, he was kidnapped by the Bajoran underground. Sermak Wren was convicted for terrorist activity related to the incident at the same year and sent to the internment camp on Velo 7. Isn't Sermak Wren Han Solo's son? Yeah. Did I? I guess I probably never told you, and I probably never said it on the podcast. We get mail all the time for Kylo Ren. For him, it has his name on it. It says Kylo what? Ren, and it's like junk mail. <laughs> what? 
I don't know why. I'm guessing that like whoever lived here before had all the names on the junk mail changed to Kylo Ren so that they would know it was junk mail at a glance. I could just throw it away. Oh, that's smart. But we maybe get mail Kylo all Ren the time. Lived there. Yeah, maybe he did. Before he I mean, left that's, for a galaxy far, far away. That's a better reason to rename yourself Kylo Ren than was ever given in the sequels, so... He named himself Kylo Ren because Darth Vader named himself Darth Vader. But he didn't name himself Darth Vader. Well, somebody the, else named him that. The Emperor did. Yeah. He wanted to be... He was like a fanboy. He was a weeboo. He was like a vader a So would he gave to- himself the vader, a Vader name. I would love to do like a, a a video essay about how much I hate that helmet. I think that helmet is the worst thing in those movies. Really? And how it symbolizes like everything wrong with those films. Oh, you mean the Vader helmet? The his hel- Kylo Ren's helmet. Really? I hate it. I hate it. I think it looks cool. It looks like it would slap together, and I know it's supposed to because he's a weeboo, but it's dumb. I hate it. Kyle, um, let me look at this again. It looks I like a like stormtrooper it. helmet that's supposed to look like Darth Vader. How are you going to make Darth Vader's helmet again? How are you going to... You, you can't. Stop trying. I think it's cool. I hate it. It's the worst thing that ever happened. Everybody wears helmets in Star Wars. Yeah, sure. But that helmet's stupid. And then finally, what's-his-name gets rid of it. And then JJ's like, just kidding. It's red now. Is it? And then he... Yeah, and then he gets rid of it because there's an actor under there who wants to be in your fucking movie. Ugh. I like the helmet. I think it's a neat design. I give the helmet a one, a zero, a negative one I'm, out of cock. I'm the calm person in this political comic, so it's obvious that my opinion is the correct one. Your head is you're, you've been drawn with a giant screaming red head. I have that cross thing on my head, like that veiny <laughs> thing that they draw. And I am cool, calm, and collected in my opinion, showing that I am the author's self-insert. In my that's opinion, r- is that's correct. right. That's right. You have swayed your audience. Uh, I have an unfun fact of the week. Kevin Cole bummer of the week. Damn. Uh, Sirock Lofton, Jake Sisko does not appear in this episode. Yeah. What's up with that? Where's he at? What's he doing? What's what's, what's he and Nog up to? Are they friends Jake yet? I don't remember. No, not yet, I don't think. Cisco's still like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a racist. I'm pretty racist. <laughs> Speciest, I guess. Speciest. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'll give this episode a six. It's locked in. There's... I thought you were going to go up again. I no. swear. I no, 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 no. It's... Uh, a lot of it is boring. Like, the main plot, quote-unquote, the main plot of the station losing power and getting pulled into the wormhole is, like, I don't know. They do such a good job with music and, like, a little bit of, like, the facial acting and everything in, like, later Deep Space Nine and in, like, TNG yeah. and stuff to make things tense. But yeah. they just don't do this time. No, they're so not there's there no yet. tension to the problem. Yeah, there's, like there's it, literally a scene where they're like, "We're gonna go in the wormhole in four minutes," and I didn't feel any tension in that scene whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I agree. I, I don't know. I hate. I don't know. Five. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I don't hate it. Cole Meany has a pretty good like facial reaction when they say the first time that they're um 
getting pulled into the wormhole. He genuinely looks worried, but nobody else mm-hmm. is bothering to act. So he's just kind of standing in the middle of a room of people who don't care. Maybe they didn't know that cameras were running. Maybe. They were all taking a piss break standing Nobody up. Nobody said and, 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 and a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 action. Damn, that's weird. That's so weird. That is strange. I wouldn't know where like, to start. I'd be like, stop. <laughs> stop it. Just say action. Like a grown-up. <laughs> Apparently, like, guest stars and guest directors and stuff on TNG had a problem with how much of, like, a click the actors were. They, like, yeah. hung out together all the time and had inside jokes and stuff, and you always felt like a big old outsider because of it. I mean, I guess if you're, like, a fragile baby, you would feel like an outsider. But, like, obviously they work together many, many hours a day. That's how... um Pulaski's actress felt she felt like she was an outsider and that's why she didn't come back didn't want to come back well maybe she's just an idiot damn (laughs) why though (laughs) you gotta fucking you you gotta get in you gotta do the time (laughs) you gotta do the time to do the crime yeah you wanna hang out with Riker you gotta hang out with Riker you can't just be like I'm here now love me that's some actor narcissist shit I do that all the time. I go into the Cracker Barrel. I'm like, I'm here now. Love me. Well, yeah. I mean, the Cracker Barrel. Yeah, that's like family over there. Yeah, yeah. The Cracker Barrel is a great place to bring your family. It is. It's a great place to have extremely bland food with no spices or seasoning. I mean, that's church food, man. After church, you go to Cracker Barrel. You don't want that Satan fire in your mouth. You don't want flavor, that Satan fire called flavor. You just took Jesus' blood and he he died for you and now you're going to taint your mouth with fire? Well, they, if you get breakfast at the, at the, um, Cracker Barrel, like, breakfast food already has nice flavors, so they can't fuck it up. They do it pretty well. Yeah, what's up with, like, our, I get, like, I always think about, like, how we love eggs as, like, a species and, like, how an egg must have at some point been like amazing to eat because i mean it's still great i love eggs like egg has so much flavor to it already yeah yeah. it's like a perfect flavor already like you don't have to do anything to an egg and there's so many different ways to cook an egg i'm guessing they figured most of them out by accident they probably just over easied it first by throwing the egg into the fire Mm -hmm. and then they cracked it open and probably scalded some guy's name ugg's mouth oh poor ugg what He's so idiot. adventurous with his eating, but he did die from uh, poison mushroom at age 12. <laughs> as the a ripe man, old uh, age of 12. As a father of seven. <laughs> half of which died. Uh, it was a rough time back in Ugg's day. <laughs> this egg might kill me, but fuck it. Something's I have gonna... to. I have to eat to survive, so... Gotta try it. <laughs> You know what you should try? You should try heading on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar, you get access to behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers, a patron-only Discord filled to the brim with hundreds of other Trek boys who want to talk to you, hot, sexy Trek boy singles in your area. Click oh, here. Oh, shit. Trek boys only, fans. Uh, you also get access to a... 10-minute podcast we do on Space Ghost Coast to Coast. You get access to audio files at higher tiers. You get access to tons more shit. 
I'm announcing here today that um, you should head on over to Twitter. Uh, our Twitter is at MClassPodcast and check out. There's definitely an advertisement up for a trivia night that's happening <gasps> soon. I know all the questions. You can only get into if you're a $5 or higher patron, so jump on that shit. It's like a trivia night at a bar with a cover charge. Yeah, the cover charge is $5. And it's cheaper, though, because you don't have to buy the alcohol from us. That's true. You get get your own alcohol elsewhere. It is BYOB. Bring your own butt. And I don't know, maybe they'll... I'm not going to promise there's a reward or anything for it besides being like top track boy well we should make medals uh i don't know how to smelt so that's out i don't know you smelt pretty good to me (laughs) (laughs) you should also go to itunes and rate and review us it helps people find us that's the main reason you should do it you can put whatever you want but you know that's true we're legally not allowed to tell you to give us a good review so give us a review, and it better be fucking good. Or bad. No! Oh, God, fuck! Oh, my God, we're gonna get killed by Apple. I said or bad. It's fine. Oh, okay, good, good. Whew. But it better be fucking good. Or bad. Or bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, definitely head on over to iTunes. Give us a cool review. Uh, we're on Spotify as well. I don't know if there's any review system there. I don't think Nobody so. Nobody knows. <laughs> Uh, we're on SoundCloud. Uh, don't go there. Go to iTunes or Spotify. <laughs> we're on MP Podcast Verse. <laughs> we're on every Russian bot site for podcasts. <laughs> That's why Kylo Ren is getting mail sent to you. Cause we we are on all of them. Uh, we write Kylo Ren on it, and Jeff doesn't know who it is. Also, there is some sort of a Russian site that combines our Twitter feed with our. Um, episodes like our twitter Uh, feed is just on the episodes somehow uh that's what like (laughs) when you click to listen to an episode or whatever it plays like it like has our twitter feed that you can scroll through while you listen which sounds pretty cool this site better it's called twitter (laughs) twitter (laughs) you get the podcast and twitter in one um so check out twitter Go to our Twitter page, or else, gulag for you. <laughs> yeah, Twitter on Twitter at M Class Podcast on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash M Class Podcast. Shoot us another, e- shoot us an email for our other show, M Class Email at gmail.com. Uh, big special thanks to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. Who to man, you to man. Hey. And uh, thank you to Josh for being my pal. Thanks, Jeff. I love you. I love you, too. And I love each and every one of you listening to a lesser degree. I love everybody. I will literally jerk anybody off. I will yank, crank your ears off. For I will, sure. Any I of will, you. Dude, I will suck on a lobe. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in one week with more M-Class goodness for now. Bye-bye. Bye. Let me get my chapstick. <laughs> nom, 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 nom.
I'm mentally ill.